Hey guys, this is Chris Taylor. You may know me as the best host on the podcast you usually listen to on this feed. What you're about to hear is a full episode from our Patreon version of our podcast, Boku No Stop. Boku No Stop Premium is an anime podcast that is currently discussing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This episode covers episodes 1 and 2 of the third arc, which is a good jumping off point for new listeners. If you're a patron, you've probably already heard this episode, and I want to thank you so much for your support. If you aren't a patron, I hope you enjoy this episode and consider becoming a patron by visiting tentacle.pro and signing up. We offer more episodes of this show, a Discord server where you can chat with us and our other listeners, and coming soon, a Patreon-exclusive podcast diving deep into the world and story of Final Fantasy XIV. I hope you enjoy the show! Mark. And I'm Matt. Uh, last episode, we discussed JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Season 1, Episodes 24, 25, and 26, in which JoJo defeats perfect cars and probably knocks up Susie Q. Uh, today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2, starting with Episode 1, The Man Possessed by an Evil Spirit. Yeah, so this uh, fast-forwards... Well, I guess I wouldn't say fast-forwards because the last episode showed a little bit of this in, like, the coda. Uh, we're in 1983. Uh, yeah, so south of the uh, Canary Islands, uh, we see a boat on the ocean, and it's a bunch of fishermen. They're pulling up the coffin that uh, has a uh, D.O. written on it, and they made a point to uh, spell it out. In all caps. <laughs> and, okay. My favorite thing so far is a new subtitle standard for this season where Dio is uh-huh. always in all caps. Extremely uh-huh. into that. Yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of how they often say it. They never say it in, like, No one just says <laughs> Dio. Cadence. They would go, Dio! Uh-huh, uh-huh. D-I-O. Um, so it's locked from the inside, uh, and uh, they get a blowtorch to open it up, and then it um, fast-forwards in time, and you see the boat and it looks abandoned, and they said, oh, they found this boat. Uh, all they had was three uh, half-drank cups of coffee and an open chest, and the chest was supposed to have a treasure in it. Uh, people went looking for it, but they didn't find anything, and soon it was all, the incident was completely forgotten about. Yeah. And we get the name of our arc, Stardust Crusaders. And then they tell us about our new Jojo. His name is Jotaro Kujo, uh, 17 years old, five foot eight. His father is a jazz musician, which is how you know he's the worst. And his mother is an American of British descent. Uh huh. Yeah, like not a okay, fan. Okay. And also, we're gonna call him Jotaro, not Jojo, since Jojo is still in this season. Yeah, there are two Jojos. I hate this is that. this is the the tale of two Jojos. Um, there's uh, like 
He's <laughs> he's five eight. Are you kidding me? This guy looks like he's six six. Yeah, my my guy is like an inch taller than I am, and he like towers over everyone. Every JoJo's huger than the last JoJo, and I think Joseph's even huger than he was before. Yeah, yeah, it's he like got huge. Uh huh. It's like every time you see like a normal person next to a JoJo, it's like, what if you took this normal sized human and then like just put like like shrink by fifty percent? Okay, and but you also have normal people. boat workers basically pillar men. No, we we know we know that JoJo or JoJos are huge because they have to bend their head down to get through doorways. <laughs> yeah, all of them do. This is these are these are not five eight people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, Matt, you see, they're in Japan, and Asian people tend to be shorter. Well, I mean, that is. I was being sarcastic. True. Fuck off! Don't agree. That was with like, that. like, I mean, like when you look at like Sailor Moon, like uh, Usagi's supposed to be, uh, I think, five nine. Like she's really tiny. Like the tallest girl in the squad is five six, but five six is only two inches shorter than this motherfucker. It's ridiculous. Uh anyway. So five yeah, we meet JoJo. He's woman, in the. Isn't it? I don't know. Uh, five six, I think so. Uh, but then again, I don't know. Like, it depends a lot by like country to country. Uh, so like we meet JoJo. He is in a jail cell at a police station. Uh, so we see a uh, young woman, a uh, blonde young woman named Holly, uh, who is JoJo's mom, and uh, she is heading to the police station to pick up her son who has gotten into uh, a fight with some thugs and uh, completely destroyed them, apparently. <laughs> the police officer is extremely into it. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, yeah, there's like a former boxer and he, like, and they're all in the hospital and like 15 broken bones between the four of he them. Really, he really sure. fucked him up good. And then he's like, I mean, they're in the, still in the hospital. I mean, like, it's only been a day, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, because he's been in there. A, he's been in there a while because he keeps refusing to come out. Oh, yeah. But like Holly would have known her son wasn't there for. A yeah, week, presumably right? this is the same day because he's only supposed to, he's supposed to be in high school. So he's a teenager. So they would call his mom immediately. So this has to be the first the same day. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But also this uh, there, there's two cops. There's skinny cop and fat cop. Fat cop has a weird ass haircut. Right, like he's got like these two almost like, uh, like a, this massive part shaved on two sides of his head that look kind of like like not quite lightning bolts, but like, it, it's really bizarre. I don't know where that comes Fat from. Fat Cap looks like um one of the season one zombies or one of the part one zombies. Uh, so Holly, uh, she's like I, her characterization is just very like I find it very tiresome because she's just extremely cheerful no matter what but also like mildly she's very silly like the first thing she does is like ask uh, like how many people uh jojo killed and it's just like oh my god don't tell me please i can't handle it and it's less it's like a completely different tone she's also got like some spoiled teenager vibes now or too like uh and she looks like a teenager she looks young yeah it's really hard to tell how old people are that she she looks she looks anime old like to the point where I had to go back and edit out, change a bunch of Susie Q to Holly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, she, she looks, looks exactly, exactly like Susie Q. Yeah, uh, which is funny because that's that's her mom. She has like a lot of spoiled teenager vibes. Like at one point, she demands that her father call her a different name. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the, the the thing with her is that she has gone completely native 
but you're like 40. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like she, she's gone completely native in terms of like, I, I, we're in Japan. I'm basically Japanese now. You call me the nickname that my Japanese friends call me. I'm not your Japanese friends. I'm your dad. <laughs> yeah, just, but there, there's a whole like, r- like recurring gag here of like the American or British or whatever, like person say like, man, this Japanese stuff sucks. And then the, then then getting comeuppance for that later, like the coffee scene that uh, will probably, I don't think it's until like the next episode set of episodes we're covering, but like, it's like, oh man, instant coffee is so much better than this tea ceremony shit. Oh man, this is terrible. This must be Japanese coffee. Oh nope, it's American. It's like, aha, I guess. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of bits that do not work for me in the season so far. Yeah, the the tone is completely different than uh, the last. Like season. the bit where Holly is uh has this uh running down the hall, having memories of Jotaro being a sweet kid. Uh, and she's calling out his name as she runs down the hall, and then Jotaro just goes, "Shut up, you annoying bitch!" Which is a recurring gag. Yeah, Jotaro's a massive cunt. Yeah, if you can call being like the worst a gag, like he regularly calls his mom a bitch and is super rude to her like all the time. Yeah, what the he's rude thing? to everybody actually, <laughs> but especially his mom. And like the thing is, she she just plays it off. She goes, "Sure thing," and it's like really. <laughs> I know you're nice deep down, which is which is what abused women say. It, it, exactly, which is pretty it's, clearly uh, not true. Yep. <sighs> I mean, they they try to show JoJo's soft side, but it's the kind of thing where I don't know if Sundari is really the right word to use, but it's like he's such an asshole. But like when he when he plays like mildly considerate, it's consi- like it's just showing how his true feelings are. It's like, oh come on, fuck off. No one cares. Fuck off. Yeah, you're an asshole. If you suck most of the time, you suck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and so, like, JoJo doesn't want to leave the cell. The cops are like, we need room for, like, other people. Uh, and this you, you shouldn't be here anyway. Uh, get out of here. Uh, but something weird is happening. He says he's being haunted by an evil spirit, and he doesn't know how to control it. And, uh, like, he's got a bunch of shit in that jail cell that he's not supposed to have. And also, like, every other prisoner in his cell rushes the bars, begging uh-huh. to be put in another cell because he is haunted, they say. Yeah, yeah. And while JoJo's, like, lying on the bed, he's, like, sipping a soda, listening to the radio, and the cops are like, that? Where did you get that? And it's like, my ghost gets that for me, my and evil then, spirit. And then to prove it, JoJo lives the black pill dream where he has his uh-huh. ghost arm steal a cop's gun. <laughs> and And then he tries to shoot himself with it. Oh, it's so, it is extremely cool, by the way. It's very hype. But also, my, my dude is deaf now, in one ear. <laughs> like, he just well, shot a gun literally right if, next if to him. If we're his being ear. honest, everybody in that room is deaf. Yeah, more or less, but especially him. So he goes to shoot himself in the head, and it turns out that there's a, a little ghost hand that grabbed the bullet, and then we get to see what we will later learn is his stand. This ghost hand he claims to not control or understand at all, but he knows, he knows, he's certain that it'll catch the bullet. Yeah, like, how does he know that this was going to work? I don't think he what does. Was... He has no idea how fast <laughs> this thing is until then. And he was just like, eh, if it kills me, then good, I've saved everybody from this thing. It has to be very weird for the cops who can't see the ghost arm and they just see, like, the the, the hovering bullet. Well, yeah, it is. Like, yeah. That's the whole thing. They're freaking out the whole time. They don't understand oh, what's so going good. on. So good. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Oh, dude, it was very hype. I was extremely into it. Not really. It was pretty hype. 
Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we go to the airport. Uh, Holly is there. She meets up with uh, JoJo from last season, who is just going to be called JoJo in the, these notes. Uh, Susie Q could not make it. Thank God. Well, it's not that she couldn't make it. He tricked her into thinking this was a business trip and told her she oh. couldn't go. <laughs> Perfect. Imagine Jotaro interacting with Susie Q. Uh, oh, boy. Imagine Susie Q interacting with Holly. Oh, my God. That's got to be where Holly gets that personality from. It's very much Susie Q 2.0. Yeah. What? A daughter took after her mother? Who could have conceived of this? So Holly is Jojo and Susie Q's da- uh, daughter. There's this whole bit where she won't let go of Jojo and break off with a hug, and then she tickles him, and everybody at the airport stops to look at them. Because it's super weird. It is. It's very weird. Well, also because he's he does the robo-finger clacking thing extremely loud. Very good. Uh, she then uh, just has a breakdown. Uh, she says she saw the spirit arm, and the cops could not. Uh, they head off to leave, and Jojo snaps his finger at someone who stands up to follow, which is a uh, weird later. Troublesome? It's, yeah, it's got real The Help vibes. Or just, like, colonial feeling in general, considering, like, the... Yeah. But Matt, it's okay. Their culture is celebrated by the no- number one Bengals track, Walk Like an Egyptian. God, don't, <laughs> don't fucking tell me about... Oh, my God. <laughs> My my, I can't believe they fucking went there. I can't. Buddy. But but like also, there's a British guy telling an Egyptian guy to to like do his bidding. <laughs> like that feels bad. Can you can you get the suitcase for me, Abdul? Uh, <laughs> just just don't singe it while you do it. So we go back to the prison. Uh, Jojo has a ton of shit in his cell, like a web terminal, books about the occult, and a remote controlled car. How does that get through the bars? Oh, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Ghost <laughs> magic, like everything else in the show. it's what The power is whatever it needs to be. You seem uh, bummed about it this time when it was the same thing, but just for dumb life magic. Yeah. That was better. <sighs> uh, JoJo arrives. Uh, the cops try to stop him, but he just like fucking pick, picks them up and throws them aside. Uh, Jotaro does not want to leave his cell, saying he can't help uh, control, the, but con- cannot control the spirit. And he holds up Jojo's mechanical left pinky, and then the spirit closes the cell door. Yeah, and it's like, why, why, why did that happen? <laughs> like, it's not. It doesn't even have like the the tip of the glove that was on it. It's just like the bare pinky, and we never see him like get it fixed or replace the pinky. All of a sudden, like later in this episode, he'll have his whole hand back. Do we need weird. that minutia? I don't know. It's just it's just weird that they we like, also decide don't to, like, see them do take that. a shit ever, and we don't see them like. There's a lot Buddy, of things we don't see. I do not. I do not care about this, given that I am in mid editing the episode where fucking Stroheim magically jumps into the pontoon of a plane he was flying. That's so dumb. So uh, uh, lots so of dumb. lots of fucking don't think about it. Yeah, I yeah. Also, like especially that one, can't we just assume he got it fixed? Why wouldn't he? He do just that? has a bunch of hands. In, I'll just assume he has a bunch of hands in his suitcase. You know, just in case. Uh, at this point. Uh, Jojo turns to Abdal for his help. He asks Abdal to, quote, take his turn. Uh, gets up and steps forward from the shadow. Uh, Abdal is Jojo's Egyptian friend. Jojo asks Abdal to get Jotaro out of his cell. Abdal 
does this by summoning his own stand, a large firebird uh, that he calls Magician's Red. It pins Jotaro to the wall uh, with like fire straps and chains, and it's beginning to heat up the room. The cops can feel it but can't see any of the bird magic. They just know the room is getting extremely warm. We see a thermometer on the wall rise quickly, like dangerously high, dangerously quickly. You was bothering me watching this was that I'm like I look at this uh, look at this stand and it's like what does this look like to me? And I just realized it looks like a swole kazooie from Banjo and Kazooie. And it, it sure it just does. yeah, kinda. <laughs> and, and it's like hard to take it seriously. It looks like it has the woodpecker head from like a cuphead. It looks just like that. Uh huh. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, I mean. It's badass because it's like, you know, using fire whips and shit, you know. But it's also like, that that's a weird looking bird, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like the least, I don't know. Actually, I, I, I think um, I think Jotaro's looks the like the goofiest out of all of them so far. It looks so seen. not cool. It definitely looks uncool. It looks like a lame pillar man. Yeah, it, it's like someone put like face paint on like uh, like an '80s hair metal dude. It looks like if you made the big O look stupid. Uh huh. Jotaro's spirit pops out now uh, and begins choking Magician's Red. Uh, we see Avdol now, who is clearly also being choked, indicating that they are connected. Team Avdol makes some dumb anime speech about how I was really holding back this whole time and says now he's not going to anymore. Uh, but it says it might send Jotaro to the hospital and asks Jojo if that's okay. Jojo gives him the go sign and the weird fight begins. Not a very cool fight. Um, basically what happens is uh, Jojo, we get some narration from Jojo before the fight. He says uh, the spirit is a powerful apparition created from his life energy and it is called a stand. Uh, Jojo's stand kicks a table backwards, destroying a toilet, and the water puts out the fire chains. Uh, his stand breaks the cell bars and goes to kill Avdol, but Avdol just walks away, and uh, Avdol just says, tells Jojo, your son left his cell because uh, Jotaro stepped a foot out. And um, Jotaro says, aren't you worried? You know, uh, what if I couldn't stop my stand from throwing the steel bar at your, the back of your head? And he's like, I'm not worried. My uh, stand could have melted it in. You know, some real teenage one-upsmanship. Like, this whole season that I've seen so far is very much of like, how do you one up that? Because you're already on such an extreme level. Like you could just, I mean, <laughs> oh God, I'm just thinking magicians red melt steel beams right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, like Matt, we're, 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 we're working on that level. I mean, America was basically already on that level because you were brown and from another country. You did nine 11. Oh God. <laughs> Uh yeah, but see the 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 one that caused the the stand that causes the plane crashes is not Magician's Red. <laughs> I wish uh, that old guy looked like George Bush. <laughs> that would have been funny, but also like very weirdly like prescient considering this was written probably in the early nineties. He does look like Doctor Wiley. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Wow. Uh, like this looks like a he looks like Doctor Jiro a little too. Yeah. Uh, from Dragon Ball. God, I wish I didn't know what that was. <laughs> we go to lunch with Jotaro and Jojo. Jojo, Jotaro, Avdol, and Susie Q slash Holly are all sitting at the same table. Jojo begins to explain how he knows what stands are and how he knows Avdol. 
significance to explain everyone in his family has a birthmark that we are just learning about now. Has been retconned onto everyone's body. We learn about a birthmark that looks like a pink star that has been yeah has been retconned onto everyone in the family's body that we never <laughs> knew about until right now. The first Joe star was born. Uh, he was named Joe, but they hadn't come up with the last names yet. And they're like, oh, he's got that star. It's the Joe star. And that's how they got named, I guess. So fucking stupid. Yeah. It's it's really dumb. We learn about that JoJo has learned about stands because something, something, they appear when Dio's back. So we know that Dio's back. Yeah, it's Dio's, Dio's influence through their genetic bloodline because Dio's uh-huh. head is attached to the original JoJo's body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we find that out in this scene uh, when uh, he uh, karate chops a camera, uh, Jojo, and it comes out with this, uh, and and of course it's like a Polaroid where it just sticks out. And on the Polaroid you see uh, like a shadowy picture of uh, Dio and you see the star on his neck. Dio's hair is incredible this season. Oh, it's, it's, it's something else. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Dio in general is something else in this season. Just it's a completely different thing. Yeah. yeah. So the Polaroid Sorry, is developing while they're talking about the stars the star scar. Uh they call it a scar, even though it's like a birthmark. I don't know. Uh, mine, mine said birthmark. Yeah, yeah. I think it yeah. It, it's a birthmark. birthmark. Uh Jutara yeah. grabs the photo. It's Dio. He has the uh birthmark too. And Dio's head is on Jonathan's body. Uh Avdol has had a stand since birth. Which is weird. Uh, I guess he's related somehow. Well, I, I don't. I think it's just that like some people are capable of developing enough life energy to create a stand. Yeah, I think I think it's supposed to be like uh, the Harmon was, where it's latently in every human being, but you can train your way into it being something good. I guess. Uh, who knows? It doesn't really matter. He says that Dio must have awakened Jojo and Jotaro's abilities, and they all leave the restaurant. We cut to Dio laying in a bed, and he says he's just now felt as though someone was watching him. Uh, He thinks the body is sending a signal to its descendants, and his plan to eradicate them must begin now. Uh, This will be the only thing that Dio repeats for the next four episodes. He he is really exposition-y. But it's the same exposition. More or less. And uh, that takes us into episode two. Who will be the judge? Yeah, so we are back at uh, Jotaro and Holly's home, which is uh, massive, by the way. It's this, like, big Japanese estate. And I, I don't know. If this Is this supposed to be Tokyo? This is supposed to be Tokyo, right? I don't know. Does it really matter? I don't know. It's just, it's weird that it's, a, there's this thing where, like, these houses are just so big and it'd be, like, tens of millions of actually it'd be like hundreds of millions of yen to like own a house that size in japan yeah the whole jodo the joestar family is extremely rich yeah yeah we've we've known that they've that's since the beginning of the show jojo one was born into extreme wealth jojo two was, that's true had that was born down, into huh? extreme wealth and then had the speed wagon foundation backing him up too uh-huh who knew you just had to make friends with an oil baron and get loans from friends and family LLC? He made it himself. You know, he did all the work. He put in the sweat equity. I made this. It's not surprising that, <laughs> that this generation would be born into extreme wealth. That's too. fair. That's fair. I mean, like, 
that it, yeah i was about to say like jazz musician getting a house this big doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless you get super fucking famous but it's kenny g whatever this is like yeah kenny if you kenny g it <laughs> uh the japanese kenny g uh so yeah jitaro continues to be an absolute dick to his mom and it sucks it's never good uh He's leaving the house and it goes to school and uh, Jotaro is getting tailed by like six girls who are all half his size and they're all fighting with each other for his affection. Two of them get into like an insult fight and then he turns around and says, shut up, you're being annoying. And they both go, oh my God, he talked to me. It's terrible. This oh, is, it's, too it's so bad. It's dumb and it sucks. Yeah. And it's also like, uh, like each one of the girls has like a very different haircut in a way that's like kind of like feels like it's trying too hard to make them all look different which doesn't matter they don't have names yeah so like we see a, a mysterious man in a in a green outfit uh painting a portrait of jojo which is like a hilarious like cubic style painting of him like it's real jaggy and uh angular it's bad uh yeah what you mean what you mean to say it's a bad painting of jojo i mean like if you're trying to be representational yes yeah while, while eerie music's playing this is this is the guy we're clearly uh going to be fighting this episode and uh, he sees, uh, like, the weird thing is, like, JoJo seems to be walking back down, like, down this stairs. I, this has to be, like, a specific location in Tokyo because it looks very familiar. But then again, I don't know, maybe there's just a lot of places, really <laughs> tall staircases and, like, the gates, like the Shinto gates over it. But uh, I don't he think takes it a... was supposed to be anything specific. It's just supposed to be a tall staircase. Matt, it's anime yeah, high perhaps. school dot, like, dot location. Like, it, yeah. it's just a... Uh... He saw it in uh, what was the fuck Brotherhood was it was in Brotherhood, uh huh. It's everywhere. Well, like the like the 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 temple uh, that in Sailor Moon where Ray like lives like that is a real place. It's like it's an actual place you can go to in Tokyo. So like sometimes they'll take actual places and put them in shows. But anyway, he like the the guy who's painting. He takes uh, a brush with some red paint and dashes it across the leg of the painting of Jotaro in the painting, and it puts this gash into Jotaro's leg, and he uh, tumbles down the stairs. So jumping ahead a little bit, we learn that this guy has a stand that's like a weird power ranger that has tentacles. Yeah. Are we to understand that like he used the tentacle to cut Jojo? The stand is over there, because his whole deal is that he can control it from very far away. It doesn't need to be like right next to his body. And I, I get that. I get that. But then, like, Jojo can see stands. Why... I, how can you um, not see it? it well, it, it's probably, like, in the ground, like, kind of how the pieces were outside of the airplane. Yeah, it's not very clear how this works. But, like, the, as far as we've seen, he doesn't do this again. This is just a one-time thing. Yeah, it's just a one-time gag. Also, the painting is completely unrelated at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it was just for dramatic effect, I guess. Uh-huh. And then we get the new intro, which I don't like at all. It sucks. It's not good. No. It it's like. My old intro was hype as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The old ones were like, had like funk and sort of like, a, they had like a groove to it. This is just kind of, uh, I don't know, like postmodern metal. It starts off kind of dream theatery and then just kind of farts out. Yeah. It's, it's not great. Um, I mean, the visuals are cool, I guess. But like, yeah, definitely a downgrade from like the last intro. Yeah. I don't know. The visuals are not even as good as the last intro. Now it's it's a downgrade. Yeah, and the last it's, intro, <laughs> extremely good. Uh, yeah, no, that was definitely the be the best of the three so far. 
So yeah, the so the painter slashes uh, a red line across Jojo's knee, and then Jojo's knee is then Jojo's knee is cut, and we see the little blood splash. This causes Jojo to trip and fall down the stairs. However, while he's falling, the arm from his stand reaches out and grabs a tree branch and prevents him from like biting the dust. Jojo is now in a bush, laying on the ground. Uh, the shot is incredible because the tree branches have extended like extremely far to catch him. So imagine being one of the girls who just sees the tree branches go back and you're just like, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the girls uh... descend the stairs to continue bothering Jojo. Something like not really even worry about him. Just continue to try to get his attention. The painter comes down the stairs with him uh, and offers Jojo a handkerchief for his bleeding knee. He then walks away, uh, and Jojo doesn't look at the handkerchief again. He just stuffs it in his jacket. Uh, Jojo asks him if he's a new student, if he knows him. The guy doesn't really respond. Yeah, this is the first time we saw this guy. This guy's new. Yeah. We, uh, cut to Dio. Um, Dio is expounding on uh, how it's because of Jonathan's body that he's even alive. It makes Jonathan's body aware of him, but also gives him a stand. And uh, he wants to kill the entire Joestar family in case we forgot about that in the last 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And then we go to Jotaro's home, where Avdal is making tea. Jojo's making instant coffee. Uh, there is some racism, uh, which is played <laughs> as a joke. Uh, and then Avdal says, if they can sense Dio, he must be able to sense them. And then we go to Jotaro at school. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, this, uh, man, this scene. Uh, so Jotaro is at the uh, the nurse's office, um, and the nurse assumes he got into uh, another fight. And uh, she's like, okay, we're going to have to cut the leg of these pants, because uh, that's what you do when someone has an injury. You don't want to, like, pull the pants off, or, like, pull, like, the, the clothing off. And he, he, he's like, no, no, don't don't cut my pants. I like these pants. Uh, I'm going to just take them off. And when he she goes calls to take him off a his... cheapskate, yeah. <laughs> what is? The... I mean, like, I guess pants cause... are expensive. I mean, like, look, the guy can afford it, or his family can afford him new pants. Yeah, they can afford him all all, all these extra unnecessary giant chains, and presumably uh, oh, the yeah. pants are already cut. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, they, there is a rip in it. You'd have to sew that back up. But like, this is a school uniform. We haven't described what JoJo looks like, actually. Like cool. he. he... He's wearing a like uh like a pretty typical school uniform, except it's like a trench coat. It's a trench coat with a giant a giant chain. And he's got the he's got the anime thing where his arms aren't in the sleeves at all. Uh huh. It, it, it's yeah. This enormous like this this chain. It must be like like seven or eight inches wide links on this thing. Which if it's made out of any metal. That's like has any weight to it. It must weigh fucking like twenty pounds. And no wonder, no wonder he doesn't. His pants are expensive. Like if they're made out uh-huh. of the same material that can support that chain. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, and he's also he's got like a like a little cap on. But the the weird thing about the cap is that it looks kind of like a visor because you can't tell where the cap ends and his hair begins. It's all it's all the same color. There's every time I I, I look for it, like where's the line on the cap? But no, he just has this weird, like, uh, visor thing that he wears at all times. Is it? Um, That's not a hat? It doesn't look like, well, it doesn't look like a hat, because you look at the back, his, his hair is sticking out the back, 
Like if you look at it like closely, you can't really tell where the back of the hat is. Maybe it's maybe it's one of those goofy safari hats with the neck covering attached. <laughs> or it just has the it just has a mullet on the back just sewn into it. I guess you're right. There's no back. Yeah, you can't really see it. Um, right. So he's he's at the he's trying to take his pants off in front of the nurse, and uh, the handkerchief falls out of his pocket, and he picks it up, and there's a note on it that says, uh, "Jotaro Kujo, today you die at the hand of my stand, uh, Noriaki Kakion." Kakioin or Kakioin? Just call it Kakioin. Just do Kakioin. it as white as possible. Kakioin. Kakioin. Kakioin, y'all. Jesus. So, <laughs> I don't know so, why that was the one, but... <laughs> uh, so the nurse immediately starts um, acting weird, because there are two other uh, delinquents uh, in, uh, in like, a couple students. of beds. They're students! Fuck you! <laughs> I don't know. They it's look kind of jail. They, <laughs> they they give a very delinquent vibe off of them. They kind of like they 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 seem like a couple of schmucks. Yeah, they're trying uh, to so, die school. They're trying to get out. Well, we we totally or have a cold or something. We need to we need to leave school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they 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 kind of they're kind of punkish. Uh, so and she, they also drew them in the way whenever they're trying to draw like a sleaze ball. Yeah, I'm gonna think so, about that whenever I take my daughter to like first grade when school starts again. I'm gonna go hang out with all the other delinquents. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the nurse uh, starts acting really weird because she says, "Oh, I'm going to check your temperature with this uh, thermometer," and the thermometer is a fountain pen. And the the guy she's going to inspect is uh, freaking out. He's like, "No, that that's a pen." She's like, "No, it's not a pen. It's a thermometer." And then. Stabs it into his eye and twists it. Yeah, gross. Uh, it's fucking awful. It. It, it holds on that shot for way longer than it should have for someone who just got stabbed in the You'd eye. You'd expect there would be like one turn, but it's like four. It just keeps oh, happening. Oh, oh. <laughs> also, um, get excited for uh, Dio being back meeting more vein content. Tons <laughs> of vein content. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Dio uh, loves the vein content. He really does. We already got a figure in a la- figures in a lady's neck already. So gross. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the nurse then tries to do the same thing with JoJo. She's like, "Don't, don't you dare call it a call it a pen." Uh, but he catches it, and uh, it ends up uh, stabbing him in the cheek because she, he's like, "She is way. This is way more than a woman's strength," is what he says. Which is like, "Yikes, my guy." Uh, um. But yeah. Uh, Kakyoin is in the window, and he's got a little uh, puppet on a string. Uh, you know, just his little... It's called uh, a marionette. It's called a marionette, I guess. You're playing uh, Shadowheart's Covenant, you should know this. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, Geppetto does use a marionette. It's dressed up uh, as, like, his dead daughter. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oof. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> God. Um, and uh, he says uh, his stand, his Hierophant Green, is... Um, is attached to the nurse. In fact, it's inside of her. And um, Jojo, uh, and if Jojo attacks it, he will also kill the nurse uh, in the process. And Jojo sees that there's a weird couple of eyeballs coming, like glowing out of her mouth and goes in and kisses the nurse, which I assume is being played somewhat for humor. Uh, And his stand then like with its teeth pulls out uh, Hierophant Green out of her mouth. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, and it, it looks kind of, yeah, it's described here as a, a techno naga full of fluid, which is 
pretty accurate actually it's like one of what like it's all, it's got like valdo vibes too yeah it's just like a naga if the majority of its body was like see-through and it was full of like glowing green acid yeah i think it's it looks cool kind of neat though. yeah it, it reminded me of a shitty like power rangers clone i used to watch when i was a kid yeah, I could I could see this being a Power Rangers like monster kind of thing if it was just a dude. It does look like Lord Zed a little bit. No, uh, maybe that's what I'm trying to think of. That's a pull. No, Lord Zed is the season two Power Rangers. Villain. Yeah, it's no, but it was it wasn't one of like the Power Rangers villains. It was one of the alternate knockoff shows, like you know, a VR Troopers or a Beetleborgs or something. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Um. Uh, do, do we mention what uh, uh, the stand is called? Uh, Jojo's Jotaro stand. Did that get mentioned yet? It's not named until the end. Okay. So anyway, his his stand uh, is holding on to uh, Hierophant Green by the head, and you can like see the thumbprint like pressing in on um, uh, Noriaki's face. Did we mention how he got it out? Yeah, with his teeth. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and it's like okay. Uh, like, why don't you tell me what's going on here? Uh, or I'll like, I'll take you to uh, to my uncle. He'll probably want to talk to you. Uh, but don't do anything stupid, or else I'll pop your uh, head open. And then he notices that there's um, fluid, what looks like fluid, dripping from the hands of uh, Hierophant Green. And then all of a sudden, it, it shoots out like what looks like a ton of like uh, like basically like a gushers explodes, and you see a bunch of green liquid fly out with a bunch of emeralds. Uh, <laughs> Gushers, oops, all emeralds version. Yeah, basically. Uh, and it looks like it punctures uh, Jotaro's stand in the chest, and it pushes him back, like, partially through a wall. Um, and then Jotaro notices that the nurse is starts to bleed eternally. She just starts squirting blood in all directions and passes out. I'm pretty sure that's externally, then. Well, well, <laughs> it was internal, and then it came external, because there was a lot of it. Uh <laughs> Uh, bas- basically, uh... Hashtag bleeds externally. <laughs> <laughs> Screams an external bleeding. Uh, uh, Noriaki, uh, it says that his, uh, stand was doing the, uh, the cat dick thing and just ripped up her throat as it was removed. Yeah, which means this woman should be dead as fuck. Oh, absolutely. Just fucking toast. Oh, Yeah. I think they basically say she just got hurt, but she lived. Yeah, yeah. She just got hurt, even though your entire esophagus was ripped up so bad, blood pours out of your mouth. Jojo, apparent teenage medical expert, goes, "If she gets attention, she'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, let, let's just assume that uh, that old Jojo just hormone heals her. Let's just go with that. So. uh... Jotaro is pissed about the nurse. It's like, yeah, I'm a dirtbag. I skip school. I get in fights, but I can spot real evil a mile away. And uh, uh, it's incredible. He also like points out that like if a uh, restaurant serves bad food, I just walk out without paying. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, he says that he will be uh, his judge. And uh, Noriaki begins trying to let's just call him that. That's easier. Uh, Noriaki yeah. begins trying to wrap him up with his stand and succeeds. He goes for the uh, the emerald shot. Emerald flood. Yeah. Or splash. Emerald splash. Splash. Uh, the, the the least impactful like way to describe that is a splash. Is that not what it said uh-huh. on you guys's? Mine called it the it is. splash. No, that it is, is what it's called. It's just dumb. Yeah. A splash is a thing a magic carp does where a kid does at the pool. Uh. 
Jotaro stand blocks it, grabs Hierophant Green by the throat, like blocks it by like taking it in the forearms, uh, uh-huh. grabs Hierophant Green by the throat, and then just beats the shit out of his head and punches it out of a window. And uh, Noriaki goes limp, and Jotaro says his stand is growing more and more wild by the day. And then uh, when he throws it through the window, like the wall explodes and an alarm goes off, and everyone's like, what is happening at the nurse's office? It sounded like a gas explosion. Yeah, all Jotaro's the windows blow out. <laughs> so Jotaro just leaves and says, I guess I'm skipping school today, and takes Noriaki <laughs> to go see Jojo. Yeah. And also, like, Noriaki also explodes in blood. Uh, yeah. When he before he passes out, I definitely uh, wrote is dead instead of goes limp until the next scene. Oh, dude, I, I definitely I mean, you know that this guy is a party member <laughs> like, you know, that's it's just like, oh, yeah, this guy, he's oh. he's the buddy. Well, yeah, he's either a, a party member or a continuing villain. Yeah, it's when you beat up, you just like had to beat up Yosuke's uh, persona. It's fine. Uh-huh. It's a shadow, Chris. He beat up the shadow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, we're we're back at uh, Jotaro's home, um, and he shows up carrying uh, Noriaki over his shoulder. And Holly asks, "What happened? Uh, should you be at school?" And uh, Jotaro's like, "It's none of your business." Uh, hey, where's my grandfather? I think he calls and, her a bitch again one more time. Uh huh. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna write it, but let's just assume that every time Jotaro interacts with his mother, he calls her a bitch, and I was disgusted by it and omitted it from the notes. Yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot. Thank God um, it won't happen anymore because she gets fridged later. <laughs> immediately next episode. Literally fridged actually. <laughs> oh God, you're right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, anyway, she's like, oh, I, I, like, I know you're hard on the outside, but I know on the inside you're you're really sweet. So like, I, I, I just hope he's okay. And um, so JoJo says he can't uh, save uh, Noriaki. Uh, and the reason why is uh, because he uh, pushes back uh, his hair and notices that there's a gross pulsating thing implanted in his forehead around the widow's peak. It's so gross. To be continued. It is gross. Uh, uh, what's even worse is like when you see the, 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 the cross uh, section of this next episode. Oh. <laughs> uh. so, so, yeah, to be continued. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, extreme. I personally extremely into the entire first episode jail sequence. Uh, I thought that was extremely boring. Oh, the only thing I liked about it is that he shotgunned a beer at one point. <laughs> he did yeah. open it with a pen. Uh huh. Well, that's. I mean, that's how you do it. Or you use your keys. Is that how you do it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, to put puncture the hole I just in the, beer in the like side. A normal person. I'm sorry. I'm not an alcoholic. I was in a frat. You know, I just kind of learned how to shotgun. Just part of the deal. Uh, yeah, no, like the, I thought like the setup here pretty good. Uh, it's just like, yeah, the whole Jotaro is just, he, he is very much what I imagine like the fist of the North star star guy is like, he's got very much that like, you know, you're already dead energy, but like, also he's a dick, but people like him. I don't, I don't. Ken isn't a dick. How dare you? Ken is a sweet boy. No, no, no. I'm saying Jotaro's a dick, but he also has that sort of like, you know, big muscly man who like says like, you know, cool one-liners and says, "Oh, you're, I'm gonna fuck you up. You're, you're not gonna want to mess with me." And then turns out he's right. The entire reason you do watch Fist of the North Star is it's Mad Max with cool one-liners and punching. Yeah, yeah. I just, 
I like that Jojo is around to show some continuity, like the old Jojo, but also he's just a his comic relief stuff doesn't work for me, and Holly is just ugh. Oh, hard disagree in next episode when he says, Can you believe this is my third plane crash? Oh no, yeah, that that's is pretty funny. good. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, he he has his moments, but the whole like, oh man, this this Japanese stuff, like I want to sleep in a bed, and it's like, shut up. Oh yeah, the the weird the weird anti-Japanese racism is uh not good. All of his charm from the last part is gone. He's like he's uh, he's kind of boring now. He's pretty charming, but in a different way. And he's like charming in that like lazy roustabout way, like just roaming around with his pajamas, <laughs> looking for his pants and shit. Yeah, like, it does it feel is... pretty in character, honestly. Uh, I mean, granted, he's also like seventy now or something. Yeah, it's just this is who that guy would be when he was eighty. I don't know. Uh, I thought the whole first episode was pretty boring, being mostly just, like, is in jail. Oh, look, stands exist. Hey, look, stands exist. Oh, look at the stands exist. Stands exist. And that was the whole first episode. I do yeah. like that you get a, a the circular charts like it is just, like it is. Like, the, everything is just its persona. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, when you come back from, uh, like, the eye catch coming back from a commercial break is, like, just shows, uh, yeah, the, the stand who's that and the stats. Yeah, yeah, who's that Pokemon? It's basically what that is. But my favorite thing is for the first few episodes, they're all just black pictures, question mark, question mark, stand master, question mark, question mark. Yeah. But uh-huh. here are some stats. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so, like, not a terrible start. I thought it was but... a very bad start. Yeah, it's it's all set up at this point. I was gonna say it's a better start than season one, but then I remembered you had a dog thrown in a flaming dumpster. Yeah, season season one was fucking on the gas from minute go. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely does not compare to season one episode one in terms of like holy shit. What happened in arc two episode one? Oh yeah, the part where they like fucking light up a restaurant with Tommy guns and shit. Yeah, and the the beetle scarf, and we learn that uh, what's his nuts is now evil. Straits is now evil. Was that all episode one? I thought episode one was just the cops and Smokey. But that's incredible too. He blows off that guy's finger with a bottle cap. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool, admittedly. Like fucking season yeah. one is nonstop, and this whole this whole episode one of this season was stands exist. That's true. Mm-hmm. The pacing is definitely slower now that we discuss it. Uh, yeah. We'll catch you next time, next week. See you. Like I said up top, thanks for being a patron. Your continued patronage helps making these shows not be a financial burden without having to put ads in them. Since you're already a patron, you can help us out by reviewing your favorite shows on the podcatcher of your choice, telling a friend about our podcasts, or sharing an episode on social media. In case you didn't know, we have lots of podcasts. We have Being Jim Davis, a daily chronological Garfield comic strip recap podcast. Lightning Strikes Thrice, a JRPG Game Club podcast, Magmar Sucks, a show where we stack rank Pokemon based on how interesting their lore is, and last but not least, Oku No Stop, a podcast about anime and low-effort jokes. Thanks for being a loyal listener. We'll see you next time.
have to summon Craig. Let me do that. Yeah, let's do that. Gotta get our podcast condom on. Uh, here it is. Please, no bully. But yeah. Craig doesn't prevent us from doing something. He ensures we do something. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. He's not a condom. Uh, so, like, he doesn't prevent pregnancy. He ensures it. No, he he prevents the... he prevents the <laughs> he prevents unwanted audio loss. Which, like, kind of it, it's kind unwanted... of a backwards metaphor. Yeah, that, back, that backwards metaphor because condoms that? ensure semen loss. What? what? Like they ensure you don't put the semen in the woman and it goes Dude, in the trash. Oh, but you, oh, I thought you were it. implying they like sucked you off or whatever. <laughs> Or are they like you know? It's like something you put around your balls no, to like just in the, stop the semen in the from process. Flow. You stupid motherfuckers! Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a weird way to phrase that. This is all going at the end of the episode. <laughs> stop uh, thinking about just tea? your you dicks, stop... you stupid selfish pricks. Uh, uh, got him. Do you have low T? Is that because you're just jizzing into condoms all the time? <laughs> that was totally uh... unfunny.